0: It, is, it probably is somewhere. Oh, know, right, right. Teslas. Yeah, it's off. It's like a brand It's a side street of Electric Avenue. Edison. Yeah. Edison. Tesla. Yeah. Not the Edison. cars,
1: because you know, I don't want to endorse a certain billionaire. You know. Well. He's being a butthole.
0: Yeah, he doing what, what rich people do? Hey, <laughs> the y'all. Ruining it's a free things. Show. It's where we talk about what we're going to do on the show should be pretty fun. Should be pretty fun. Segment one, we'll talk about what we did this week. I watched something very cool. A uh, bunch of cool comic news. Uh, Conan, Hickman shit over at Substack. New Jeff Lemire all over the place. Um, Free comic book day preview for Marvel. Whoa. Ooh. Food news. Kind of lame. Kind of lame this week. We'll see what happens. And then comics. Comics were okay this week.
1: Yeah, actually. Um, some smaller press stuff that I'm a lot, sure
0: made your list.
1: Oh, yeah. It was – I didn't get a lot of Marvel in DC. I did get some Marvel in DC, and at least yeah. one uh, DC book may make my top three.
0: I haven't finalized Ooh, it yet. Wow. Uh, this guy, down to the wire. I'm glad the Oscars don't do that, you know. But the well, it's matter. a toss-up. The up. Oscars um, matter.
1: It's a toss-up just because uh, there was a bunch of other stuff that I read. And
0: it's a toss-up between
1: going into the honorable mentions or getting into the top three right
0: now. Ooh, so there's your preview. There's your primer, everyone, what's going down this week. Uh, Hey, Andy, how's it going? I'm so tired, and it's so fucking dark because of some weird archaic shit that uh, we do here. Where we just change the clocks arbitrarily for no good fucking reason. It um, may
1: end sooner than later. There, bro, they
0: there, there's a, there's yeah, a they've t- been saying that for decades. Bro.
1: They have as far as I can remember, this is the first major push that they No. They've been they're pushing doing. for
0: this shit forever. It's dumb. It's ridiculous. It's silly. Um Oh, maybe. I don't know. Is that how you count it? Daylight savings time? Is that how you count it? Andy's saying he's been a follower over here at OG for a year. He's like, oh, yes, I recall. Last (laughs) Daylight Savings, I had a free hour. I had an extra hour in my day. So what am I going to do with it? I'll go check out this lame comic book show that talks about comic books. (laughs) Emphasis on the lame. Emphasis on the lame, but... I think it's a Native American saying that only an idiot, you know, cuts the top part of their blanket off of the blanket, sews it to the bottom part of the blanket, and then says, my blanket is longer. Um, That's not the way it works. No, that's not the way it works. That's not the way the sun works. That's not the way, you know, space and shit works. I have a couple of wonderful, uh, like, little gifts I could send you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't want any of those. Um, But, yeah, it's a terrible time. It's a terrible time.
1: It's the most terrible Terrible time time of the year.
0: year, Uh,
1: Where parties are throwing and people are sowing chaos and fear. It's the
0: worst time of the year. I wonder if Taylor will be joining us. I can only assume he'll be here.
1: I would assume that he was going to... Hop in right there when I was singing, and then be like, "What have I, oh, what have hey, I, one. like, come into?"
0: Yeah, he always says that. Let's do the show. Let's start. Let's, Let's start today's <laughs> show. Oh, well, Andy's making the call. I guys. Yeah, I hate these guys too. Andy's making the call. Twenty twenty three. We'll be done with daily savings. I... We'll this dude posts. A whole lot of political shit. He knows how well these we sides to get together. I don't even think they can agree on that. but will? He
2: doesn't agree on what now?
0: Stay like Satan. Another episode of This Geek Comics. Outright Geekery a comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. It's uh, Gomer Taylor, a.k.a. David. What did you do to your blue? Oh, there it is. Now the Bigfoot's back. Yeah, where's the Sasquatch? Yeah. He's back now. I see it back now.
1: He was hidden. hidden. There's a button you can it
2: push to bl- just turn it blue? Yes. I bet there is.
1: Because the blue is actually a piece of tape over my camera. Uh, <laughs> my <laughs> camera is- was live.
2: Why do you a... bother having, like, the turn off your camera feature if it's, like, basically because always turned off anyway? they can
0: turn it on. I accidentally turned I, it on. And they can see me, so I put a cover on it.
2: Okay, I get it's turning... the
0: government spying on me! It I, can, ac- me I go... can actually
2: understand, like, covering it with the tape. What I don't understand is why you bother turning your camera off. It's, if it's effectively always blocked anyway. Well, it whatever.
1: it, blew. it, blew it's socks. Not on, it turns it, it it it's on automatically <laughs> unless I turn it
0: off. Segment one. What do we do? This, whatever. Yeah. This, what do we do this week? I watched the best thing ever. One of the best movies of the year. The that looks Outlook. really fun. It um, is fucking great. It's on the Roku channel.
2: I don't think I have that.
0: Everybody's got it. It's a freebie. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Well then, yeah, hey, I'll have to look into this.
0: Yeah, it's got commercials, but it's okay. Uh, Daniel Ratcliffe is Al, Evan Rachel Wood is Madonna, which was great. Rain Wilson, Dr. Demento. Did you know that Michael Jackson's Beat It was actually a parody of Eat It as written by Weird Al. It's not, but that's just one of the amazing fucking liars this this in the movie. This is this is a liar's bibliography. It, yeah, it basically it's a liar's biography. I but, did see
2: a review of this that said yeah. that like this is a perfect parody of like Prestige exactly. documentaries the same way that Weird Al does parodies of songs.
0: Exactly, That's Weird exactly Al was in this goal. movie too. Yeah, he. Yeah, plays he's the movie exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or not movie exactly. record exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I definitely suggest everybody go out and check it out. It was wonderful. But yeah, everybody gets Roku channel. It's it's a freebie. Just go get it. Let's go get it. Yeah, what did you guys do this out. week?
2: Um, I did go see the One Piece movie, but uh, it it was okay. Not really worth the red about.
0: One Piece red. That's the one. Yes, I I will that. say that
2: the main reason I went to go see it was to see like characters who they have like been te- One Piece has been going on for like twenty five fucking years. Yeah, it's
0: been a yeah. while. And there's characters
2: who were introduced back in the early days who like are supposed to be like these big badass pirates, and we were supposed to finally see them actually fight for the first did we time. See really. Them?
0: Did you say it? Barely. That, it was, uh, was
2: kind of hard to keep track of. It was moving like around a too classic fast. Classic One Piece. I suppose. But yes and no. I guess is my answer to that. So the reason I yeah. went to go see it. Um, Didn't actually but happen. but Not too much, at least. You you it was okay.
0: Good time, yeah. Cool. My kid bootlegged it, I think. He's he's the One Piece fan, so I hear uh, it from I him. I am afraid they to watch One it.
1: Piece to even start it's like one of those animes that has like 900 episodes and oh, yeah, i mean i just forever. don't know where it would yes. be a good good jumping on point one. one
2: piece is one of those things where like i do like it but there's a lot to gripe about like
0: well, it's been the, going on forever well what yeah the it?
2: characters are like boilerplot sh- yeah boilerplate uh shonen characters where they have these stupidest reasons for doing the things that they do yep that's one of the reasons I like like My Hero Academia or Yu Yu Hakusho, because they feel, they feel more like motivated. real people like making real decisions. They're not just yeah. like, you know, okay, so spoiler for this movie, I guess. Well, let's just abandon her here and not tell her why we're doing it, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: In what fucking world does that
0: make sense? Why are you it's doing shown it, this? Shown yeah. it, Joe. Ah. Yeah. What about you, Bindi?
1: Well, oh, uh, I've been enjoying thing. my vacation. Um, it's I, over, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's over as of tonight.
2: Ah, fun while uh, it lasted. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted.
1: Didn't win the lottery, so no, I didn't
2: even. Play. Man, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way if I won the lottery, I would be slumming it here with you guys. Oh yeah, oh, I would be I doing be... this show.
1: Oh, I would be
2: slumming it here with you guys. I'd oh, be, actually, I, I'd like <laughs> to think I would. I like to think I would. For one thing, uh, I'd like uh, to dang be dang trying out. to like you know keep it a secret, so I want to like <laughs> you know keep away any tells. Like...
0: Oh no, uh, Dude, I, have I have a did go. More free time. I did go and probably better internet, so you could play your fucking camera.
2: How'd you like Black Adam, there, Dave?
1: Um as dc uh you you uh, cinematic movies go this one was i like this one in the dc
2: universe i'm not sure universe. the sentence can handle the load of all these qualifiers you're putting on yeah, he's like,
0: uh for I, the movies movie starring the rock that are also in the dceu it's among the are, best yeah <laughs> it's among the bet the top three of rock movies with <laughs> the dc logo on the i branding. don't
1: know uh I liked it. I I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it I mean, is it was is fun. Basically, your superhero beat him up. Uh, yeah. It's not gonna. It's not any cinematic uh, masterpiece by any stretch of the yeah. End.
0: I it mean, was you don't say movie. the rocks in it, and it's not a cinematic hey,
2: masterpiece. Hey, Let's hey, not I love the rock. The rock is in a lot of great cinematic masterpieces.
0: He no, he's he not. he's in he- some really good movies, but. I don't think he man. Other, I just be. I just finished watching the second Jumanji right? movie, and I fucking love that it's movie. It's fucking great. Now, yeah, the first one is way better. Not the original, the first one with the Rock and the short black. Jumanji is one of those and weird and franchises
2: black. where, like, all three of the ones I think are really good. Yeah, yeah. Despite so I'm very impressed Danny by DeVito the consistency
0: and and uh, Donald Glover. Is it Donald Dandy Glover? Danny Glover. It was worse than the first one, dude. The first one is still way better, way better.
2: I'm but I like them both. I will Karen say that Dylan just... in that
0: in the shorts was great. I was like, why y'all going <sighs> in the snow? Why y'all going in the snow?
2: Damn it, Gomer, you idiots. Nah, that's
0: part of the that's part of the non-cinematic. Either way, but yeah, but I
2: mostly agree with you, Dave. That the <laughs> that Black Adam was a fun, if a little formulaic, you know.
1: Yeah, it's it's not gonna. It doesn't change the status quo
0: a whole lot. So
2: it's an amusing diversion, I guess, is the best thing I can say about it.
0: We All got right. Wakanda for everybody, and it. Yeah, work. oh yeah, definitely, uh, uh,
2: definitely be reporting back on that by this time next Sunday. I'm yeah, probably, for sure. well, I, I won't be
1: here it. next Sunday, but I am probably going to see it too.
0: Nice. I will probably, probably well, have to wait, it it. wait till Monday. I look forward to
2: hearing about your opinion, uh, but yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be able to talk about it on this show.
0: Nice. nice. Let's uh, do news. Oh, uh, you, you ready to do news, Dave? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna start doing it.
2: sounded like you had something you needed to get off your chest there, dude. Maybe you ready to do top three?
0: You know, I'm,
2: I'm <laughs> chomping at the pit.
0: Yeah, I'm ready to do the top three. <laughs> we we open up with the best creative team in the world right now. Jeff Lemire and and Andrea Sorrentino have announced more Bone Orchard Mythos. Ooh. All right, we got. The Prelude, Shadow Eater, it's available for free if you want to read it. It was a free comic book day thing. Very sought after. Then we had The Passageway, and then 10,000 Black Feathers. Okay, Shadow Eater was originally a one-shot free comic book day. Passageway, a graphic novel, 10,000 Black Feathers, five-issue miniseries. Tenement was planned to be an OGN, original graphic novel for 2023, but it has been changed to a six-issue limited series that will begin spring, And then we'll be followed by Starseed that will also be published by the end of the year. Um,
2: I fucking love these covers.
0: Oh, they're fantastic, dude. They are so beautiful. And, man, I'm so stoked. Uh, This is the best thing going on in comics right now, in my humble opinion. And uh, it's a great little shared universe that is shared. Yes, you know, there's tones and little connections. But... um, you can still read them all separately, you know, and get something out of them. But if you're all the way in, you're getting a whole lot more. Uh, and this is the whole shebang. This is how it's all sort of connected and everything. But, yeah, dude, I am stoked for more Bone Orchard. Have you, bought, have you read any of these, Taylor?
2: Not yet. Um, I need to probably start picking up the trade soon.
0: Well, The Passageway was a trade. It was an original graphic novel. But um, the one that's currently ongoing, 10,000 Black Black Feathers. feathers. Yeah, it's only up to issue three. Uh, Three's the next one, maybe. Three three
1: hasn't come out yet. I think it was on issue
0: two. Yeah, it's so good. And again, I will die on that hill. Best creative team in the business right now. So Uh, moving on, and it's a lot of small press news. Conan, we finally know the creative team. Over... Uh, at Titan Comics with heroic signatures, you know, using them to distribute and create comics. Uh, launching in comic shops and digital, July twenty-three. Brand new Conan ongoing comic will be written by Jim Zub. Oh, okay, That's okay, an excellent choice. That is, uh, written, he's written it for Marvel, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and Jim
1: Jim Zub does do good fantasy.
0: Oh yeah, he's the go-to D and D guy. Uh, skull kickers anybody you know yeah one of my favorite fantasy comics of all time no it is it's literally my favorite fantasy comic of all time. Uh, Robert de la Torre is going to be doing the art Jose uh, via Rubia is gonna do the coloring and yeah it's great dude. so it's also weird because they're going to sort of continue the numbering at Marvel in a way sort of steal a page out of Marvel's book with quote unquote legacy numbering. Um. So yeah, that's interesting as well. I think you know they're yeah. going to keep that story going because Jim Zub was fucking writing it at Marvel.
2: But on the one hand, that does make sense in that it is a continuation of something he was already doing, but. You know. It feels odd to make people who are looking at this as like a chance to jump on the character seem like they have to do homework before they. yeah I don't in.
0: think it's gonna. I don't think he's gonna bring in any of the stories from that old thing. I well, think yeah, be obviously
2: he won't be able to, like, you know, bring in yeah. any Marvel connections, and I'm sure that this right. will be like new reader friendly, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's know. It's still that's a odd
0: choice. It yeah,
2: is. I mean, Marvel um, keeps making new number ones because that's pe- people like can casually recognize that as a jumping on point. Right. This seems like a bad idea from that perspective
0: well i think they're gonna do it sort of like a legacy numbering thing where they're like, still gonna highlight that it's a debut issue like one, it's but legacy
1: but number 400 exactly. but, something it's, like but that. it's volume volume six issue one yeah,
0: sure but remember that they're tr- volume nine
2: they're trying to pull in like the people who are like you know making a decision at a glance right
0: exactly who wouldn't
2: necessarily know that so i don't know it just seems like Uh, it's not worth it they should have just done a number one
0: they could also you know they're definitely going to bring in conan fans you know what i mean
2: sure but they were going to get them anyway there's no benefit to doing the legacy numbering with them
0: my thinking there is they don't think they going to get any new fans uh and i think that's very possible
2: that is possible but hey i mean every issue you push right is one that's worth pushing
0: Exactly. Well,
1: Titan, Titan has done a good job with licensed properties, too. Oh, I'm
2: not sure. saying it won't be a good book. I mean, this gives me a lot yeah. of confidence with Jim Zub writing it, that it is going to be a really good book. It's just, we knew that already, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I fear that they're cutting people out who would have, like, they're cutting out the filthy casuals, you know?
0: Yeah. Which, you and know, maybe, that's,
2: that's money that they're leaving on the table.
0: And maybe that's okay, you know? I don't know. I mean, you're right. It's not okay, okay. But if they're looking to please fans of the long-term variety who would prefer a legacy numbering
2: and who are going to buy the book anyway.
0: Exactly. So, I don't know. I could see I could see both sides of it, but yeah, your angle is like I don't know why they would leave that money on the table. Just push out a comic book the same way you'd push out a comic book. You know what I'm saying? Why? Well, whatever.
2: Yeah. I do hope for yeah. its success. Jim's a uh, really nice <laughs> yeah, character.
0: Yeah. Uh, moving on to some Substack, uh, Three Worlds, Three Moons, Hickman's thing over at Substack. It's fucking weird. Uh, but Michael A. Van and Christopher Mitten, and Lamar Mathurin, pardon me, Lamar Mathurin, are joining Hickman del Mundo in Huddleston's little book over here. So um, they put out the source book, the first quote unquote source book. Cause that's sort of how they're putting these out, you know. Yeah, they're putting this, out like fucking
2: appendices for this goddamn thing. But there's
0: still common. There's still sequential stories in those books. Yeah. But yeah, they read kind of like stereo instructions in a weird way, you know, like they're giving you all the world building without is, actually doing any world. That building. is very it's a very Star Hickman. Trek like, engineers tech manual. <laughs>
2: To some right. extent, yeah, but <laughs> Hickman has always had these like his probably his most famous feature is these big like infographic two page spreads, you know.
0: Oh, my, my best in, best book of the week this week, I think I just one of, one of my favorites had a best infographic about Abigail Brand. Holy shit! We'll talk about it later. Oh
2: yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's that's in my top. You're group.
0: right. That's kind of where he's at with these books now. So the first source book one now source book two is coming out called Maps Systems was the name of the first source book. That's how things work. Maps is all about where things are, and it serves as a comprehensive atlas for all three worlds and three moons that will also contain designs, floor plans. It's like a fucking a role-playing game. It, that's what yeah. it sounds like. I mean, like. this
2: seems like you are picking up basically a uh, like a campaign manual, you know?
0: Yeah, man. It's freaking weird, dude. Um, it's a unique approach. Sure, he would never be able to do this at a publisher. They would never let him get away with doing shit like this. Um, they would want a consistent book to come out. You know what I mean? That
1: looks like the swordfish.
0: And yeah, Spike. it wild, dude. But I love these guys. I love Oming. You know, he's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, Christopher Mitten is no fucking slouch. And then Lamar Mathurin coming in, cleaning up. It's going to be cool, dude.
2: That is straight um, up Spike Spiegel, though. I it mean, is. It's yeah.
0: Cowboy Bebop right there. Well, I'm sure. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he's leaning into here. Oming.
1: Well, the previous page, you had the swordfish, which was Pike's chip. Well, this
0: is what they threw me in the preview that I saw. Is this the is oming on the the cowboy bebop book? No,
1: no, there's no cowboy
0: bebop book for what all that's you know, fine. That's my knowledge. It's okay. Or, hit, hit the reacts, man. Uh, anyway. So yeah, that's something to look forward to. These are still gonna be published eventually, and I'm still gonna buy them eventually. And they're gonna yeah. look amazing on my shelf once. I do
2: love packed. the the binding that you see on that. It yeah, looks like dude. it looks like a tome, you know.
0: Yeah, dude. I love books that look like this. I may not even put these up on a shelf like a book. I may lay them down flat just to avoid any problems with them.
1: Because... Put, him on, put him on something. Was it like a standing base? So it like, yeah, stands dude. up and it'd be like, you know, the Necronomicon. <laughs>
0: yeah, just... it's a Necronomicon. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Moving on. Uh, Green Hell, Swamp Thing, Green Hell. Anyone? Anyone? Ooh. Oh,
2: geez. Are they finally putting out the second issue? Oh, it's yeah. It's not
0: dead. It's gestating. <laughs> it's... Uh, Jeff Lemire <laughs> said on his Substack. He's uh, just Doug... resting. He's resting. Uh, Doug Monkey needed to take some time off the past year because he had family stuff he's back in action. He said he's making a lot of pages and he shared some of them. Issue 2 and 3 of this black label book will be published next year and will act as a coda nice nice word for a writer. Coda to my animal animal man run as Uh-oh. well as telling a complete swamp thing story and these pages look amazing. They do. So, yeah, we're a big, huge fan of Jeff Lemire over here. And definitely this first issue of Green Hell. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the last Black Label book I bought. Um, Wow. Yeah. But there's the cover number one, which came out, geez. Oh, gosh. It came out a
1: long time ago. Adam was Um, still on the show.
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) So, yeah, these pages look fucking amazing. And I'm so stoked to finally get my hand on this. Uh, I was assuming that Taylor, who had to duck out for some reason or Maybe another... Maybe
1: something happened to his
0: connection. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, very happy for Jeff Lemire. Hopefully, Doug Monkey got all that family shit taken care of, you know? But, man, Green Hell is such a damn good book. If you ain't reading it, you're really missing it. Well, it's,
1: you can probably find it in the back issues. You got time.
0: I think they did a second printing of the first issue, so I, you might be able to find it, but... I don't know.
1: Bless you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Taylor might be back. We'll come back to uh, uh, Green Hell if we have to. But free comic book day. Marvel has released the comics. Well, the covers and the creative teams and some of the dish on all their free comic book day books. There are four of them. Okay. Count them four of them this year. Um, first one, Avengers X-Men number one. This is the cover here. Uh, have Javier Garron. Uh, Avengers X-Men features a pair of all-new stories that set the stage for the next evolution in Mutant Adventures, Fall of X, and introduces an uncanny Uh-oh. new lineup for a new team book launching next year. Just what the uh, X-Men need.
1: Another there's going to be book. an
0: Avengers team with mutants on it, just like Uncanny X-Men or Uncanny Avengers or whatever the fuck that book was. It was okay. But, yeah, I am stoked to check this out, especially with Deadpool and Quicksilver quicksilver really where the hell has he been um but yeah it's gonna be rad i mean quicksilver an original you know almost an original event well he
1: yeah he was also like an original mutant or at least the evil mutant
0: brotherhood yeah brotherhood brotherhood. yeah so there's also be a preview of hickman and sheedy's upcoming mystery project over at marvel that's got me just oh i'm chomping at the bit to get my hands on that one uh, and then we have some other ones. There's a free comic book day, Spider-Man and Venom. Oh, cool. Here's Taylor back. Is that right, the... G. Did Taylor go up here or do you go up there? Taylor was up there. Okay. Uh, so let's go back to Green Hell. Taylor comments on Green Hell finally coming back next year. Just say it's about fucking time. Give me the... It is
2: about fucking time. I mean, yeah, it came out like last spring, I want to say. Yeah, it was like um, April,
0: dude. Yeah. I April.
2: Heard, last thing I heard was you saying uh, Doug Mankey needed the... Uh, Time to get the
0: some family some personal
2: situation the way hey, that is understandable, you know.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure.
2: So, so yeah, right we hope ahead. everything's good with him.
0: And yeah, now now don't you feel bad for being an asshole about oh, where the fuck I was Bruno? never
2: an no, asshole. Fuck saying. you. I always <laughs> just assumed that Jeff Lemire needed all the time to write like fifty thousand books every month. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. Uh all right, free comic book day titles. The first one, Avengers X-Men, uh Javier Garron cover here. A pair of all new stories that set the stage for next year's uh, fall of X and introduces an uncanny new lineup for a new team book launching next year. It looks a whole lot like Uncanny Avengers. Yeah, um, that's what I was about to say moves. it looks like they're yeah.
2: just uh, kind of repeating that idea. But hey, I mean, I enjoyed that book until like right. end. You know, it was all right. Yeah, it, it got a right. little too like remender-y after a head. while. Get yeah. his
0: own ass real quick. Like There's only cares. so many
2: times you can nuke a city before it becomes boring. And so yeah, I, I,
0: dude.
2: Rick Remender was like fucking everywhere at Marvel at that time. And just maybe that was the reason that just the book a little got a little older for me after a while.
0: Uh, Yeah, he was writing a whole lot. It was good shit, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was
2: good until it wasn't, you know.
0: Yeah, in this free comic book day issue, we will also get a preview of Jonathan Hickman and Valerio Shidi's upcoming mystery project, which is going to be fucking dope, so. Now that's uh,
2: interesting.
0: All of that's interesting. Look at this fucking X Men team. Are you kidding me? Captain America. Of course, Captain America is going to be an X Man. He resurrected like a fucking that mutant. He's a fucking mutant now, officially. Captain America mutant.
2: Is that Professor X or is that Captain Krakoa up there? That's well. Captain Krakoa. Okay, okay. he got the hair. So you got the
0: hair coming out his back. Yeah. Back of the hill. Oh, it's flowers or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah, that like flowery thing he had going. So, so is that yeah. still Dr. Scott? Nemesis? Is that We don't around? know.
0: That's a good. I, that's a good question. That's a good question. Why bring out Captain Krakoa if Resurrection's out? That was the whole idea to have crap, Cap I almost say Crapton. Um, yeah. Uh... Captain Krakoa. But I'm excited for it. I'm anxious to see it. Moving on. Spider-Man of Venom, Free Complete Pat Gleason cover here. Um, this is setting up the summer of Symbiote, Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr.'s uh, run. Um, Al Ewing and Kafu lay the groundwork um, for that event. Um there's some... Uh... Yeah, and a new things Marvel things epic on. just on the horizon. This is going to have another preview to a mystery thing happening. So,
1: It looks like it looks like Venom has got Ghost Rider, pal- Ghost Rider abilities and Spider-Man is like on a goblin gl- glider.
2: Yeah,
0: that seems so weird. It looks like mean. he has
2: goblin bombs in his
0: hands. Yeah, this might be something that comes out of the whole event that's going on. Well, starts like next month, doesn't it?
2: Is that the, the maker there in the background? Like Ultimate it, Universe? Oh, that is. It does the maker. look like him.
0: Oh, that's definitely the maker. All right, wow, I'm all in. Well, this. I just I, I don't that's... know what
2: there's so much here that I'm so confused about.
0: I, I wonder in... if that's a spoiler for Web of Darkness or whatever the fuck it is. Dark Web. or What is it? dark it's Dark Web. I think right? it's Dark that's Web. A big event coming out. Spider-Man yeah. event. So, yeah, that's pretty rad. That looks cool. Uh, The third one, there's four, but the third one is a Marvel Voices special that's probably just going to include already printed content from all of their other Voices specials. Um, They did one for LGBTQ+, they did one for uh, Hispanic Heritage, Native American Heritage, um, Pacific Islander, all of them. I can't remember all of them, but they did one for all of them. So this is going to be that. And that looks cool. That looks cool. And then they're doing a Spidey and Friends number one. I didn't even grab the cover for it. Uh, it's their all ages book. But holy shit. Fuck the Spider Man book. I don't give a shit. I don't even care. But man, this has got me excited. Yeah, I mean, I, it's combo
2: day. So I'll definitely oh check them God. all out, you know, because it literally cost me nothing. But yeah, I am definitely yeah, most exactly. intrigued by the uh, Avengers X Men combo thing.
0: Oh, it looks so cool, man. It looks so cool.
2: Looks like a fun Dave, lineup there, too.
0: Dave, we're going to do food news. Oh, boy. Mmm, yummy. Uh, food news this week is weird. Yeah, we're all hyped for the movie, and so is McDonald's. Um, they are doing Wakanda Forever Happy Meals. Um, and there's ten different figures you can collect. I want all that little shit. That is cool, man. They got hamburger four piece and six piece. If you don't know what a Happy Meal is, go to fuck on. This movie hits no uh, theaters November 11th. So yeah, there you go. Uh, Nice, nice. They've done away with boy and girl Happy Meals, by the way. If you didn't know that, it's just Happy Meal now. Uh, And finally, the gross one: Winter Spiced Cranberry Sprite. Gross. Back for a limited edition, uh, twelve pack, six packs. They also got a zero sugar one. If you really want to be now, that's gross. So, yeah, get your favorite spirit, you know, your favorite alcohol, and ruin it by putting this in the, in the bog. Haven't uh, the they had, have
1: like, a cranberry Sprite
0: before? Yeah, it's back. That's what I'm saying. It's back.
1: Yeah, but this is the winter uh, spiced cranberry.
0: I didn't think they had, like, just a straight-up cranberry. Nah, I think this is the only one they have. Uh, That's nasty. I... Lemon, lime, and warm spice blend and tart cranberry? Gross, dude. It's fucking nasty. Said I was gonna do a nasty one this week. Not this bright cranberry crack. Yeah, it's nasty, Andy. It's gross. It's disgusting. So there you go. Dave okay. we're gonna do top three now. <laughs> okay. This motherfucker. He might as well not even be in the damn show. Why? Um Hell to Pay number one, debut by Charles Soule. I'm pretty sure Dave's gonna mention that one. Earth oh, Divers yes. number two, follow up, still good. Uh, it fell off a bit, but still very solid. Deadly Duo number one, Mark Silvestri. Maybe your DC pick this week, Dave. I'm not sure. Great art, but the story was just kind of me, me. But um, well, Mark Silvestri doing art is not me. Oh no no, it's never his been. art was amazing in it, but the story was is- me. Yeah, the story is meh. Me.
1: It's not terrible. I mean, it it was it, meh it, though. Well, I'll just go ahead, go ahead with your top three. Your th- number three, and I'll
0: X Men Red number eight. Al X-Men. Ewing and Matabek Musabekov. Uh, just a reminder. Year last year, I said this dude was going places. Matabek Musabekov. All right, he was doing the Barbarella book. Um, just look at the lines on those ladies. Just perfect. Fucking art from this guy, uh, and really, this whole issue is about Abigail Brand's big plot, her scheme, master plan revealed. Uh, she's basically been pulling the strings the entire time. You know that Krakoa has been a thing, even before that. You know she knew what was going on. They bring in all kinds uh-huh. of recent Marvel history, Null Invasion, fucking um, Empire event you know ten of swords event when i Ara- when aracco became a thing and and she just moved at the speed of light just being able to capitalize. Manipula- yeah capitalize on all of these things that went down was taylor up there or were you up there
2: taylor was up there you ask that every time and i'm um, up
0: here <laughs> but yeah dude we're talking about x men red number 8 with Mata Beck, Musa musabekoff doing the art with al Ewing writing and Just Abigail Brand uh, showing off her master plan here Um, and Cable leading the team to go find the information, doing weird things to do it, but kind of creative things, you know, Um, but uh, Vulcan was one of her master plans, you know, a big part of her master plan. Yeah, yeah, Um,
2: I was wondering if it was like, is this them saying that like Abigail Brand was behind those like weird like totem creatures (laughs) from back in like Hickman's X-Men run? Yes. Yeah,
0: that's what they're saying—that it was all Abigail Brand doing all this shit the whole time. And yeah, this—this like, wow. this is
2: honestly my number one book this week, just yeah, because. I think it is. I think yeah, it is. Abigail Brand being a bad bitch and just like I love them bringing all this shit that we've been sitting on some of this for years and like finally getting a bunch of huge payoffs for it. They mentioned
0: know? ten of swords. She mentions omens, right? She's like, eh, "If anything." they'll just the, the mutants on earth the x-men they'll just send them back to omit and then mars will be ours and that was like her ultimate goal and then she's like oh no i can stop orcas i'll just roll them into shield once i get shield back on and it's mine and then they'll then you know i was like oh my gosh she's just yeah amazing, it's it's
2: amazing dude. Dude. to see like her like having plans within plans Orcus like shaker. basically like setting up like the zenato's gambit like from carpools yeah. <laughs> like no matter how this plays out, I know how to play it to my advantage. You know.
0: Yeah, she's literally ends the book saying checkmate, and it's because yeah, she's been playing a different game than everybody else has been playing.
2: She yeah. mentions
0: Beast in here, right? Like, oh no, I got Beast. That's the one thing she's overlooking. Beast next level now. You know what I mean? She's underestimating Beast. She is underestimating, in my opinion, the mutants of Krakoa. I think,
2: I think so. Think and we're you know, going to no- get some of that. Yeah, you know this is going to start blowing up in her face soon, but it's still, in this yeah. moment, in this issue, it's really cool just to sit back and bask in, like, yeah. the grand scheme laid out before you and be like, damn. Yeah. Just plans within plans, just, you know, spinning entire civilizations to try to get some sort of advantage. Just, yeah. like, every single major event book that, like, is involved, like, cosmic... Civilizations, Anything, any last com- years. Any yeah, any
0: cosmic angle, yeah,
2: yeah, just like have it all like, okay, you know, here's what I do if they do this and this and that and that and that, and it's and it just know, all worked just out. out,
0: yeah, yeah. And then, oh, but Al Ewing, I think he dropped a major hint in here. Who is the one person she didn't know their whereabouts? Storm, and that she she made a point of saying, oh, I don't know where Storm is, and she kind of like overlooked it and it kind of ignored it a little bit, so yeah, I think. I think Cable is doing what he's doing, but I think Storm is on his team, and that's part of the plan, you know? So yeah. we'll see that next issue, hopefully, but, man. X-Men hey, Red that'll top be a damn X-Men.
2: cool Storm movement that we're going to see yeah. next one, right? You know, like yeah, for sure. You underestimated the even badder bitch, you know? Yeah. yeah,
0: so X-Men Red, top tier. Uh, oh, for Red. sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, Taylor honorable mentions, and number three. Alright,
2: um, I'll do an honorable mention for Batman number 129. It's um, very cool. It's very cool. I love the, uh... This is one of those things where, like, I have a genuinely hard time believing that Batman could create this robot who could take the whole fucking Justice League. That's a little absurd yeah, to it's me. it's
0: a little bit weird.
2: But, you know, if you accept that and just move on, then, yeah, it's yeah. really cool to see, like, Batman having to play, like, a game of chess against himself, which is that's essentially exactly what, what this, this is. is. Yeah. yeah, and that's a lot of fun. So, yeah. like, that angle uh, um,
0: What they did, what uh, Failsafe did to Oracle on this is infuriating. Okay, just saying. It's infuriating. I was literally pissed when I saw that. I was like, what the fuck?
2: Herbert Gordon yeah, deserves mad. better, not mad. just from like a character perspective, but also from like a publication history of her getting like, this is a minor version of fridging, but it's still fridging.
0: It's still fridging, dude. And yeah. it was weird. It was weird. Go but ahead, yeah. Continue. Continue. Um, uh,
2: another honorable uh, mention for Avengers Forever. Um, I view this book as like a look at sort of the psyche, some of the things that make a lot of the major Avengers tick. And this time it is Iron Man's turn, you know?
0: he drank like, a lot. In
2: this. Yeah, well, yes, it, it's mostly him dealing with alcoholism across various multiversal uh, Tony's. Not all of it's alcoholism, but the the thing that really ties it all together is just this broken guy who's trying so hard to fix
0: things. It's everything but himself.
2: Yeah, a broken man trying to fix a broken world, and yeah. it's really insightful, and I think that Jason Aaron has done a really good job with that with all of the, these different characters, you know? You are not wrong. Um, number three this week is going to be Punisher. Number seven.
0: Oh man! Finally, we get the showdown between Matt and Frank, and it felt like I had read it a hundred times already in the past. It, it felt really rehashed, but no, it was really ahead. cool.
2: But like, it was kind. Of, I was hoping. I'm sa- I'm sure they're saving it for later because this yeah. is just like round one, and they have to build up to some big finale but i was hoping that matt would basically have like a cooler speech to give i guess for lack of a better word
0: it's the same speech he always gives frank
2: but i do love their dynamics still i do love oh, sure. uh, like i feel like J- jason aaron has a much better sense on the punisher than he does on matt murdoch but still i enjoyed the hell out of this issue um i really like getting into the punisher psyche with all these like flashbacks for like. mind term. the
0: flashbacks as much as i did early on in the series what's really starting to piss me off is all the time they spend with frank's old lady uh, she is so broken. she
2: is the pov character in this one
0: yeah she is so fucking broken dude and yeah, yeah um, maybe that's what aaron's point was here to show yeah she broken but look who else i got in this book matt fucking murdoch the most broken character in marvel and frank who has never been worse than he is right now he is deluding himself honestly
2: that-, that is something that i do think he got really good about matt murdoch there is like the little exorcism thing did not work because ultimately matt is a good guy that's yeah. why he is a quote unquote child of god and he was able to get it pushed out yeah um <sighs>
0: Yeah, yeah Andrew, that was thanks, that was good thanks about him. Yeah. Andrew in the but, chat. Uh the line about the punisher not being good with the sword was great. Dude, it fucking yeah. was. I mean, Matt kicked his ass in this issue. Yeah. But that's Jason Aaron going meta with it and being like, yeah. Why the fuck's he got a Sam sword? That's the Punisher. He's supposed to have like a rocket launcher and machine yeah. guns. Oh
2: uh, um, what? But, but yeah, yeah, so like call exorc- out,
0: Andrew. Thanks for Yeah, the
2: exorcism, by. like it worked on Matt because at the end of the day, Matt's a good guy, and it did not work on Frank because at the end of the day, Frank is not.
0: Yeah. And I like that
2: exploration of his past here, where like you know, it's kind of taking the piss out of the Punisher a little bit. I mean, yes, he's a cool character, but he's also yeah. kind of sad, kind of. Oh, no, he's
0: sad. Just, he's definitely yeah. a sad. He's character. a
2: sad, pathetic guy. At
0: um, the court, I kind of see what Jason Aaron is doing there, saying, you know what, I am kind of a sad, pathetic guy. So that's why I went and sold my soul to the devil because I can use them to make myself better. But really, well, more
2: so than that, is just, he, he doing
0: he, that, or he, is he... He doesn't
2: want to make himself better. He wants to go out there and hurt people.
0: Y- well, yeah, this gives you him know? the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And you can tell Jason Aaron wrote this because, like, the one of the characters who comes off the worst in here is the priest. You know, like, oh, she goes and the she's like, worst. oh, I understand. You're worried about him being unfaithful. No, that's not what she's saying at all, dumbass. And, you know, yeah. Jason Aaron is not very charitable to religious
0: figures. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, not at all. Uh, The uh, Ares shit in the back with his little army, man, I, I, I don't know if I'm cooling on that. When they fought the last time, I was like, okay, that was a good finish to the Aries. That Ares was a rad arc. fight, yeah. It was a good, I was like, oh, that's a good finish to the Ares arc. And now I, Ares all back, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And it's like, yeah. okay, Harry's back the fuck okay, up. Okay, Nelson. <laughs> I mean, he was, literally. That's what he was saying, dude. And it's like, okay, Ares, back the fuck up. Um, but it's setting up for a big showdown. And I'm not quite sure where the Matt Murdock Daredevil shit is leading to this. Because in the Daredevil book, him and a are gearing up to be like the foot, the fist of the hand, something of the hand. I don't fucking know. Something of the of the, the fist. fists. I don't remember. Just it's another nothing. group of ninjas. But yeah. they are now the, the nails on the fist or something. Right, The bride and groom um, of The Fist. They did something last issue. Whatever.
2: They're it. in an organization called The Fist. That's all that really matters. This should have been bigger.
0: You tell me Matt Murdoch taking time out from going and attacking the hand by going and hanging out with their leader for a minute and do an exorcist? I've been waiting on this matchup for a while. You know, this. Well, if you know, worked, it worked, it would have saved them a lot
2: of trouble, but yeah.
0: It didn't work for me, man. And then they ended it with the Aries thing. And I was like, oh, I thought we were done with fucking Aries. Well,
2: fuck you. Whatever. Right, but on.
0: no, you're, it was still a great issue, dude. That fucking art. Oh, the art in this is outrageous because it changes styles, you know, with the uh, flashbacks. Yeah, so, it does. Yeah, that's very, that's, that's very well done. So, good choice. Big D. Alrighty. Honorable um, mentions. Oh, you um, don't have a ton of them. I got I got a few. Uh
1: <laughs> survival street number four. Uh yeah, I missed that one. Um, Sorry. It uh basically it was the showdown between the puppets and evil corporations, and yeah. it, it took place in Div- in a Disneyland venue. Nice. nice. <laughs> and the corporations got their asses handed to them. Nice. And we kind of get a nice little send off there. Cool. Uh, cool. fun fun. Uh behold behemoth number one. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Wow. Uh, wow. Go ahead. Uh, and uh, Predator number four. Nah, not bad. Uh, well, not a bad book. it's still going pretty strong. It's just this is like a uh, starfighter <laughs> yeah, chase.
0: Andy chiming in on Punisher. Hold up, ninjas! I got to do this exorcism real quick. <laughs> yeah. It uh, was still fun. It was neat. Yeah. Uh. But oh, yeah, predator, uh, predator.
1: We get we get some more humans in this now. So yeah. and then uh going on to my number three pick is gonna be the uh Batman and the Joker, the deadly Duel number one.
0: The deadly duo. Like we Mark were talking fucking before Sylvestri.
1: Like we were talking before, the story is kind of mad, but the art is great, and it kind it's of
0: Sylvestri.
1: It took me back to
0: Yeah. It, There's it took, so many lines. It's like almost Jim Lee number of lines. Yes, it, it,
1: it was reminiscent of reading Hush. Okay, okay. It, it took me back to to the hush air, Batman. That's
0: fun, and that's one thing oh, I kind of did like Jim about it. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the Predator Run has been really good, Andrew. Thanks again for stopping by. Uh, but I kind of the Alien book isn't that bad either. I'm hoping we get a crossover, you know, really quick. What, what is, are they oh, doing? Are they both... if
2: they're not doing a crossover. Either? Yeah, if you're
0: not going to cross over Alien and Predator at Marvel, then why well, do it. I don't. Know uh, they... Andy chiming in that Deadly Duo is his number three this week as well. Uh, I don't know. I would like to see a Alien
1: versus Predator series from Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Marvel has the rights to. Uh, oh, I forget her name, Michiko. Yeah, I think they do. If they have the rights to Michiko, it needs. She needs to be in it.
0: Yeah, I think they do.
1: Okay, but it. Uh, oh, okay. Because she's a she's a character from the DC, the original Dark Horse run. Of no, Alien I think that'd be Predator. all right. I
0: think they. I think all that's theirs now
1: but I, I would love to see her return i would right. love to see a oh, what uh, was your
0: predator that's the book we're talking about predator we're number about deadly duo
1: deadly duo is my number three
0: oh, okay cool so yeah good good art i mean it, it, but this i did not care for the story i just thought it was you know boilerplate sort of bad well
1: it, it had it had elements of like batman arkham asylum in it but yeah, it's sure not is. arkham asylum and so like it's vampire not. jokers
0: what? Weird, dude. It's fucking weird, dude. It is weird. But still a good call out. It's impossible to beat that art, dude.
1: Yeah. Like I said, it's it's like going back and reading Rush. Or not hush. Why did it say Rush? Hush. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Cool. Uh moving on my number two. Uh I wanna hope somebody else has this on their list because I was pleasantly surprised. Uh I enjoyed R-
2: it. I did read it. It's on my list though.
0: Uh, Ryan North and Francesco Mobili, Secret Invasion Number 1. Uh, this was a terrific comic, man. It's exactly what you'd expect from, from this title. Scrolls doing scrolly shit on Earth, right? Um, they've taken over Nick Fury to start an invasion. Hill figures it out, and by the end of it, we see that there's a scroll pretending to be a member of the Avengers. Okay, awesome. Right, awesome.
2: Interesting that it so did us who it time. was, too, so that's interesting.
0: And well, they purposely made it a unisex bathroom.
2: Yes, they went out of their way to make it where, yeah, we don't know who it is. So, yeah, yeah, that's clever on their part.
0: Yeah, but what really sold me on this was how good it was paced. Ryan North just wrote a hell of a comic. Uh, It's basically Nick Fury gets an anonymous tip. I guess his family is, you know, gives him the tip, hey, our dad died and he's a scroll. And they paint it where this whole family is just kind of in denial, you know, trying to not mourn, not trying to go through those steps. But this whole thing is presented to the reader as, no, this is happening. But then it changes to where Fury is telling Hill this story, right? And then it's a great little thing here where Nick Fury is like, oh, shit, you know, and he sees the picture of the family. And they're all wearing the same shit in the picture. So it's like, oh, these are some scrolls," you know, and then he takes them out. But he didn't take them out because that same sort of, I don't know, method to the writing goes right into the next thing where Hill figures out that Nick Fury is a scroll, And I just love it. Now it's like, oh shit, who do you trust? You know, that sort of shit. And, man, so well done. So well done. It anyway. was a cool way to set nice up it and, Yeah, I loved it, dude. It was the thing that cool. held it
2: off of my top three was probably that um I thought that Nick was being a bit too wishy-washy on this where he's not like... I feel like Nick Fury would not be like, oh, well, I'll spare their feelings. No. <laughs> That's not oh, a scroll, just, okay? Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, it
2: wouldn't okay. have mattered anyway since they were scrolls, but you know. Sure, sure. But um.
0: But I am really also
2: confused about where the hell this is in continuity because the scrolls are like good guys now. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think that matters. I'm gonna. I, hold yeah, it off it's on not something that like
2: should let bother yeah. you. Yeah. Really, yeah, this guess- is just them like gearing up to have a volume ready by the time the show comes out. Oh,
0: for sure, because you definitely can't sell them that fucking event. They can't read eight. Like eighty Avengers issues.
2: Oh yeah, you know, I mean that to build is, up for
0: that event. That Bendis, is a uh,
2: you got to get really into the weeds to for that event. Dude,
0: Bendis like sowed the seeds for that fucking event in his very first New Avengers issue, the very first one. He had always planned on going there. So yeah, it's impossible to do that. But this, this, this is very attainable. This is very accessible. You know, everybody going to be able to get in there. And Ryan North is your new Fantastic Four writer. Oh, I fucking so I love Ryan North. That's the only reason I picked this up in the first place. Right, right. So yeah, Secret Invasion number one, great beginning, great start. Um, I'm, I'm really stoked to see the rest of the, uh, of the series. Uh, Taylor number two, a number two, man.
2: Uh, my number two is uh, Dark Knights of
0: Steel number uh
2: eight. I think we're up to yep.
0: Yeah, uh, great issue. I usually would not would only have grabbed the cover for this because I mean a lot happened, but man, that last fucking panel.
2: Yeah, um, they are getting full-on Game of Thrones. The uh, the Kryptonians are the full-on bad guys. Um, yeah, war is breaking out, and it is fun to see. I like the nuance to this, right? Because, like, neither side are really, quote-unquote, good guys. No, no, no. Like, they did send people to assassinate the elves when they were not at war yet, and now, you know... <laughs> We do see that the elves are not having that shit. And so they're going on a fucking murdering spree.
0: Yeah. And I mean, everybody says terrible shit in here. Uh, yeah. Dark Knight, Andy chimed in. Dark Knight was amazing as much. It really was like dead shot. That is in my range, you know, just these little one. That was a cool. And I love how like, you don't necessarily understand the significance of that. If you're not like, you matter. know, you're not in the
2: know, you know, oh, you've you, got to know. Oh, yeah. yeah you this recognize his little fans. eyepiece there. It's like, Oh, I see what you did there. You know, Tom
0: Taylor yeah that
2: was a good touch I love that
0: but yeah you're right there are no good guys here even at one point they're like well that's not the honorable thing it's like this bitch is war we ain't doing the honorable thing yeah and I was like oh shit that is just great so yeah man but fucking Tom Taylor dude do, do no wrong no wrong but yeah, I love yeah, the character interactions really too, wrong. like the
2: little thing with like Deadshot and Amanda Waller, and I like uh, especially Green Arrow and uh, Black Canary down in the jail cells. That yeah, was, just
0: meeting each other and him or, like that oh, was a still. great
2: meet cute. He
0: flick, yeah, fl- a yeah, gr- meet cute. That's exactly what it was. He fl- She's got a cover on her mouth, and he flicks a rock to open it. Just very well done. And yeah. then she's like, "Yeah, I can blow things up with my voice." Oh, so you like, just you time help your aim? Yeah, yeah, dude. Very well done building that relationship. You know, just yeah, really fun, really. fun. Uh, all right, Dave, number two. My number two is Antioch, number two. I uh, see. I didn't grab the cover for that one, too. I skipped it this way. Uh,
1: well, like, Antioch is a continuation of Frontiersmen.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Frontiersmen is in a supermax prison for superheroes where they've used a superpowered individual to dampen powers. Yeah. So, Antioch is essentially the Namor of Frontiersmen's world. That's right. he has come to prison to find somebody, and the warden of the prison is pretty much like being an asshole and everything, but they have an, um, their version of Amanda Waller, so comes to yeah. him and says, whatever you do, you cannot put Antioch on trial because he is the sovereign of a... It's like diplomatic immunity. Yeah, he cannot go yeah. on trial. He is an actual king, and we have an alliance with these people. But... Uh, things are happening. People are wanting to, uh, bad guys that Frontiersman has put in the prison are there in the prison, and everybody wants to get a piece of Frontiersman. And fr- since Frontiersman is not super powered, he can whip the shit out of them. Yeah. And, yeah. and at the end of it, we find somebody in the Supermax prison still able to use powers.
0: Yeah. So I, I, cool. well, I read the blurb on this, so, and the, the one on issue three. So, but uh, what
1: I want to yeah. see. Is a is a <laughs> is a shirtless bear fighter frontiersman crossover, dude. That could happen,
0: <laughs> that could happen, especially at modern image, dude. That could yeah. happen. Somebody might be listening. to be like, oh, there's a guy in
1: this book that looks like shirtless bear fighter, but nice. he's a bad guy. Nice. So I want to see this crossover now.
0: Nice. Uh yeah, good choice. I just skipped it this week, but good choice. Uh behold behemoth number one. Ooh. Uh, is my number one book this week. Uh, this is a Boom Studios title from Tate Bromble and Nick Robles. You heard of Nick Robles. You may not have heard of Tate Bromble, uh, but you have now, and you will continue to hear him because he is going to be huge in this medium uh, when it comes to horror, dude. It's a bit tough to explain, but the world appears to be ending. It, it appears it, that it's like close to the apocalypse. Almost. It's,
1: it's like uh, the biblical apocalypse.
0: Yeah, it's like biblical shit. Yes. there's weird shit going on, and they just sort of touch on it, you know. Yes. They sort of say, "Oh," and then there's a bunch of earthquakes, you know. Yeah, and it's um, it's
1: there's like you like you're showing in this book like this particular page right here, yeah. the the color palette is very limited. We have red, black,
0: white, and gray. But I mean, it, it expands in some places. You but, know what I mean? It shifts from one color palette to the next, to, or to the other, depending. But the predominant,
1: on, but the yeah. predominant color throughout most of this book, oh,
0: for is sure, red for sure. and gray. Yeah, Either way, sure.
2: it looks amazing. It
0: does. Yeah. It is fantastic artwork. Yeah. So this dude, uh, our main character, right, Grayson, mm-hmm. him and like this little girl
1: I believe uh, that's have, his niece.
0: Uh, it maybe, but I don't know. It was difficult to, to really pinpoint. I am but they had this weird connection. Yeah. To everything else going on. But there's also this underlying mystery. Like if you look at this first, we'll look at the cover first. You see in the background two eyes here at the very top of the page. Mm-hmm. That behemoth. Yeah. Right. We almost see here like Grayson transitioning into becoming something. Is he the behemoth? I don't think where he's the behemoth. Little, where does this little girl come into it? I think she's the fucking behemoth.
1: She's. I believe she's the behemoth, and I think there are others in the world that have that ability too.
0: But we're still not very sure what's going on. We don't know what. There's this a bit of a time scale.
1: But there, but I, it's like the biblical. Yeah. It's like
0: a biblical apocalypse. But I mean, that is yes going on. But it's almost like it's happening in the background while this well, other thing is happening in the foreground.
1: It seems like there's. It's. It's like it
0: starts off. Okay, you like, guys are getting a little crazy. too much in the weeds. Oh yeah, we definitely are. But that's yeah. what makes this. It's first really difficult so to explain. Point. That's why. Oh, it was, that's and like it's really, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very well done, and the art, man. Nick is just killing it on the art here. Just very scary shit going on. Just oh yeah, wonderful book, wonderful book, man. Uh, so yeah, Behold, Behemoth number one is my number one this week. Taylor, what is your number one book of the week? I think we you already mentioned, mentioned it.
2: it was yeah, X Men Red, uh, number eight.
0: Anytime there's a manifold moment, I can pretty much guarantee Man, I Taylor's gonna love manifold. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. He's awesome. He really is.
2: Manifold's uh, awesome. I love Abigail Brand as being the, you know, yeah. this master manipulator. It's just it's good shit. Long-term payoffs. Just, you know, what no. else do you want?
0: No, for sure. Uh, and that leads us back to Taylor or David for his number one this week. Uh, health pay number one. What a fucking dope book. It was great. I love this. The, Go ahead and try to explain what's going on in this fucking book. Okay, so it's the, so out there, man. The premise of
1: the the premises is, is that there are six hundred and sixty six demon currencies
0: on in Earth. In hell, they got coins.
1: In hell, they got coins. And during someone rebe- escaped hell during a rebellion in hell, somebody used the distraction of the rebellion to escape from hell with six hundred and sixty six coins back to Earth. These and, coins can hire the services of a demon and when the coin is used basically catastrophe follows so like any major point in history uh they only talk about one particular incident in history but it can be correlated that maybe a lot of bad things that happened throughout history was paid for through the services of a demon with these coins well enter our couple here they're a married couple and uh Uh, 15 years ago they had a bad accident and these guys from the the College of Shrouds come along, make a deal with them to find the remaining coins on Earth. Uh, Once they complete their uh, once they complete the job, they're free from their contract and at the end of it, they're after the last coin here from this billionaire
0: guy uh, McLeod is his name? McCready. McCreedy, it, it was McCready. It was It doesn't matter. He's dead now. He's dead now. But they he blew find, up. <laughs> they find he, dudes like uh, They were like, all right. He has a safe in his room, but he's also got a safe, you know, in the basement. Dude goes to the basement. She Wife goes to goes his to bedroom. The... And then they're like, all oh, happy, like, oh, we did it, we found it. But we they got two coins, found one. But there was only supposed to be one, one. left. So and now they're and, like, oh fuck, what do we do? And the
1: contract like, is they have to get every coin on Earth, and somebody yeah. is bringing coins to Earth. So they're not really how many they know. They don't know. Yeah, They
0: don't really know how, why there are other coins. Right. But also there's this weird rule where she's not allowed to be pregnant because of their service to the College of Shroud. And she finds out she's pregnant and she's pregnant. So they have basically three or four months before the College of Shroud, you know, can see that she's got a a baby bump and then they're just going to murder him or take the baby or something. Uh, my only problem with this book, Andy said he loved it too. And it was, it was very, it's Charles Soule writing it with this line. doing just this awesome, clean art. I mean, this is just one example of the sequential art he's doing in this book. It's very, very well done. It was a bit rushed. This is like ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. There is oh, a lot. This is There, there going is a lot here.
1: going on here because they give you like yeah. they give you like the background of the coins. They give you the background of the couple. They give you the background of the, the of entire, hell of an entire of dimension.
0: Yeah, this is wild, dude. This,
1: this is a lot of stuff to, to to chew on. It's a lot of world building going on this one.
0: Yeah, but that was my problem with it. It was just a bit much. But Charles Soul, he's a a master, you know, craftsman when it comes to doing this shit, he made it work. Yeah. yeah um, he- I need to give it another issue, at least one more issue, to know for sure, um, if this is something that you know is really gonna, you know, be the thing that it seems like it could be. But yeah, one hundred percent agree. It was very, very well done. Yes. Yeah, exactly, Andy. He's saying it's the first one. Uh, he's world building, but man, he. Really built all of the fucking world in the first issue. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he, he really went all out. He
1: he launched the colony yeah. and established a new world pretty quickly. It
0: was almost dizzying how fast every you was. He just kept throwing shit he, at you, and he's like, "Okay, oh, hey, here's you. a here's this." Because it starts off with a misdirect, right? The wife here of this couple, she's in there basically seducing this billionaire to learn information. And it's like, okay, where are we going with this? And then this billionaire tells this fucking story about the hell and hell coins. And it's like, what the fuck? And then she's like, oh, no. I don't know. He just does a whole, whole lot. Yeah. And, yeah, it spun me around a little bit. Spun me around a little bit. But solid choice, man. I think issue two is really going to turn it around for me. So, uh That'll be something to look forward to next month, I guess. Hopefully. Awesome. Well, that's us, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Man, there were so many books we didn't talk about. Tiger Division, Shazam was was great. Shazam was out at the
2: shop when I got there.
0: Oh, that sucks. Look at that cover. Just beautiful fucking cover. Yeah,
2: very, very iconic looking there. Um, Yeah. uh, Something we didn't talk about, apparently the D&D movie got delayed, and uh, I saw somebody joking about how, like, man, they are really capturing – D D energy. That's the best
0: yes. promotion yeah. you could uh, ever uh, have. Quote unquote, we D&D gotta, we're not D&D. ready.
2: Yeah, scheduling problems. We'll try again next month. And mm, you guys have really gotten to the core of the D experience now. Oh, man. <laughs> it's very meta.
0: What a yeah. great idea. I, I almost, they uh, planned it.
2: I don't think so, but it's a it. really good bit of
0: serendipity, at least. They planned they had what's the they planned it anyway thanks for hanging out everybody we really appreciate it uh we would love you come back tomorrow we're going to be doing the preview show me and taylor talking about all the books coming out this week are you gonna make it dave you're back to work tomorrow right? i go back to
1: work tomorrow night all right we're back on the
2: normal dave
0: schedule a normal
2: day schedule
0: and
1: i won't be able to make the sunday show i will make the next preview
2: show Yeah, Dave. We just said you're back to the normal day of schedule.
1: Uh, Some people uh, may not know the normal day of schedule.
0: (laughs) Right. Andy in the chat, go over to the Outrage Geekery group page. He's talking about the Facebook group. Just go to Facebook. Search groups for Outrage Geekery. And yeah, dude. He's killing over there. A lot of fun memes. A lot of cool nerd and geek discussion. Uh, We'd also love it if you check out our pals at the Comic Book Bullies, Leroy and Eli doing all kinds of pop culture discussions. Uh, They've got a great show. It's right here on this Facebook channel. Or You can go to OutRakeEquery.com. There is a ton of links where you can see all of the shit we've got going on. It's freaking wonderful. Please go check that out. And again, come back tomorrow. Check out the show. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We love you all. But most of all, thanks to these two jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always fun. We are going to – hold on. we got another chat. Oh, see you tomorrow. Thanks, Andy. Bye. 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 See you tomorrow. We are going to do it again tomorrow, next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. I lost the outro. You can't call it audible like that. Yes. It wasn't a line audible. You know, I just moved the tight end over a tapping. able made bring the gun to show. a bunch of